podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. What's going on, Paul? What's that? On uh, at one o one five one Gelded Road, waiting for Matt, who's stuck in a son of a traffic. Yeah. Um, uh, we're about 25 minutes from kickoff, and uh, the weather outside is frightful. How's your pre-match been, Paul? What have you been up to? Um, got soaked walking from work to the train. Yeah, got soaked. Then went to Archie's Bar in town. Recommend wholeheartedly. Had a hot dog. Did you? Yeah. Chili dog. Burnt my mouth out, but it was worth it. But anyway, let's let's get into it. You don't go to me what I did. You had a sleep. I had a glorious nap. If anyone there ever wants a little nap, I recommend finding a little snicket, getting yourself a little bit of rain like you can hear now off my car, and nodding off. It was beautiful. What Andy's done is sacrificed a decent parking space in order to have a little bit of privacy. It was beautiful as well. The reason I had a little nap was because I was going to go out, walk down to the pub of a couple of pints, but it started chucking it down, so I just shut my eyes and then, oops, 45 minutes till kick-off. So go on then, which game is it? What's going on? So we're here for the uh, Hull City home game. We are lacking James this evening because he's got a severe bout of the... Sniffles! Yeah, he gave it big for you, didn't he, when you were poorly, so... I had the poos, he's got the sniffles. Fair enough, there is a big difference. Equally brutal, though. And uh, Matt, somewhere, possibly, hopefully, approaching quite quickly. Um, it's the... I hope so, it's got all the recording gear. The danger of this fixture, which uh, doesn't really bear saying out loud, but James would like us to, is that on our seven-game winning run last year, it was ended by... Hull at home, but this is only six games, so it's not the same thing at all, is it? It is seven, isn't it? No, this would be the seventh, so there is a massive difference. Oh dear, they still got that Jared Bowen fella. Yeah, uh, they do have Jared Bowen, he scored twice on Saturday, he seems to be their main threat. They also have that Grozinski. I don't know how they've hung on to them. They're skint as well, aren't they? They've got loads of like... They do that dodgy rah-rah Tigers thing, don't they? Grow men doing that, get a grip. <laughs> Well, the head-to-head record, 23 games won by Leeds United, 12 games drawn and 15 losses, so we have the slight better of it. Team news, uh, and I think this is quite harsh. I do. Is that Alioski's been dropped after his... Ali dropskid. Yeah, after that wonder strike on Saturday. And he's been... Uh, I think Phillips deserves his place, but I think it, it looked like it was going to be one of five that could be dropped, really, because it, that's how versatile our back line is. But he's gone for it with dropping uh, Alioski. He was up and down like a horse draws last game as well, wasn't he? Well, I, I missed it. I was speaking of horse draws. I was in the pantomime. Oh, no, you weren't. Oh, oh yes, I was. Bloody hell, we need the other two here, don't we? No, it's perfect. It's going well. It's going well. Um, at Barney will be gutted that uh, I've made the podcast this week and the other two haven't. But He knows his stuff, that lad. He's a very clever man. Had a look for uh, Hull, Hull City Forum. Yeah. Um, they've got one called City Independent, but it was really boring and they didn't talk about the game. 
but they've got one called on, on Not 606. And they've got two phases, the match day one, and then one about why they really need to beat Leeds. Oh, God. Like they, everybody, yeah. They said the thought of Leeds in the Premier League when massive investment is enough to make you shudder. The intestation of Hull and East Yorkshire Whites would be horrendous. Real, they're all really confident ahead of this game as well. They do like to beat us. They're, they're really super confident going into it. They say that their form is up and down. They can. They think they're better against top-of-the-table teams. They 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 far worse against lower end of the table teams. They, they they say you know you don't know quite which holds set up, and we've been like that through the years. We have. I was going to say something very familiar to the team that I follow. Yeah, and I'm hoping that we've just got that bit more consistency. Walking up from the buses back up up the road, there's a lot of people who look pretty confident tonight. I think. Um, How does someone look confident? They have a confident walk on, you know, like Vince McMahon does. Isn't that just because that's just the yeah, how do they look confident on the football result? They, they're smiling. They, they didn't have that fear. You can see fear. Can you? Yeah. Not getting too dark, but our players de- definitely look scared before the playoff final against Watford. Yeah, those are our players, though. You think the fans never look scared? That's the complete... Like, I always look terrified. Yeah, so, uh, good filler. Shout out El Loco Joe. What a wonderful lady. Saving us so much work every week, every game. She certainly has, and uh, today she's provided us with the information that the referee is one David Webb. And he's uh, a comedian? Yeah, he's that funny guy out of Peep Show. Nah, no, David Mitchell, Robert oh. Webb. Oh, is he their hybrid uh, son? Well, he sounds like a joker because he's a referee. Some people think he looks like a child and that he's not old enough to be out refereeing on Tuesday night. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, he is because he refereed on a, on a midweek game for our last one. It was a home victory against... Swansea City 2-1 last season when uh, Daniel James came back and uh, oh no yeah so he didn't do it in that game though, did he we absolutely no, dominated I think that he, game I still thought at that point we'd sign him but that's an entirely other saga so where's Matthew well let's go check in now then it's uh, nine minutes to kick off sorry eight minutes to kick off clock just switched over uh, and I am queuing to get off the M621. Don't know what it is, but the traffic is absolutely appalling tonight. I've been uh, driving now. Bear in mind that I live about eight miles away from Elland Road. I've been driving for an hour and 40 minutes, which is, yeah, incredible. Uh, so I am sending you, with love, my uh, pre-match prediction I'm aiming for a 3-0 win tonight. But conversely, I am very much in James's camp tonight and I'm nervous. Um, I think that the, the, more, the further you get down these runs, it feels like there's more to lose. So hopefully I'm going to get to see some of the game, even if I don't make it quite for kickoff. And uh, I'll catch up with you after the match. M621 has had our pants down collectively. He's got the recording gear, we're sat on my phone, it could sound terrible, just like the rest of the pods. Well, I think we're, we're lucky we're not flying tonight, because my brother's been trying to get a flight out of the country, and they've cancelled it. What's he done wrong? <laughs> Too much Guinness. Is he a bad lad, that stig? I don't think we can name drop that much. He said he wanted a shout-out. Sup, stiggy? <laughs> well, yeah, poor weather's caused all kinds of traffic chaos tonight. 
getting that train tonight. I was certain there were going to be leaves on the line. What do you reckon's wetter, Miss or James? How's the sniffles? Well, James is uh, predicting tonight that it will be 2 0 to Leeds United if we manage to stop Bowen, and if we don't, 1 1. Has he got a word? He did have a word. His word is probably lurgy, I reckon. Let's check it out. I'll be nervous. Well, if you're nervous, and you will, that's not much fun, is it? Oh, yeah, it's nervous. Yeah, <laughs> nervous. He oh. is feeling nervous. And I think you feel more nervous when you're not there, because even though when you're here, you, you, you feel like you can influence it more by shouting. Yeah. Whereas the radio, I remembered on, at the weekend why I hate listening to the radio, because you can't even visualise it. Watching the telly is bad, because you can shout at the telly, but you're still not there. Yeah. Listening to it, you've got to try and get this picture in your mind's eye. But big shout out to Bryn and anybody else who's uh, trying to put it across on the radio because you do a fantastic job. Agreed. Go on then, let's get into your prediction, your word then. I'm going to predict um, 1-0 leads. Oh. I think it'll be a tight game tonight. I think it's, it's these kind of conditions make it more unpredictable than ever because it does come into play when the weather's like this. Um, it can make... I don't want this to come back in the post-match, but it can make those kind of little mistakes or if you think back to the Sheffield United game, the wind held it up and, mm. and misled Cooper. Um, so I think the conditions will will have a bearing. Form almost goes out the window and you've just got to try and get a job done. 1-0. One 1-0 nil. One nil leads. I'm going 3-0 leads. I think we're just going to get on with it tonight. They're fancy damn players. They've only got two of them. The rest of the team are absolute doggers. Do you know who their captain is? Eric Lickadge. Lickadge is their captain. If he gets a long throw, it'll end up in, in bloody Huddersfield. It's <laughs> win, won't it? But I, I, I think that they've got too many fancy dams. Well, they don't have enough fancy dams. They've got two, and they're not going to do very well. I think we'll just dominate the play. We'll press, we'll press, we'll press. We'll force mistakes. Pablo a couple of years ago scored a perfect Pablo where keeper played it straight to him, chipped it over him, nice and cheeky. I fancy 3-0 Leeds United. What's your word, Paul? Wet. Oh, cheeky. Not cheeky, it's just utterly wet and that wet is things better than miserable. And I just hope that we don't put in a wet performance tonight and we come away and we're discussing three more points for the mighty wanks. Well, my word is cod, because I'm playing the cod heads, and oh my cod, we're having a great season thus far, and it's going to continue tonight. And I think I've just seen one swimming down the road in front of us. <laughs> oh, on that note, let's get to the game. What a night. Bum, bum, bum. Mid-December 2019. Dun, dun. Kiko made the best save that I've ever seen. What a keeper, what a night. What a night, lads. 2-0. We're back, second half of the podcast. Just as James called, Bowen was kept quiet and 2-0 to the Mighty Whites. Thoroughly deserved, all our own way. Would you agree? We've also got some audio recording equipment. 
Matthew, how kind of you to join us. Yeah, it's a good job we won because I was in a bad mood about two hours ago. I'll tell you that. It was a really eventful evening if we're going to unpick it. Start, so Matthew missed the first 20 minutes and it was quite an eventful tw- first 20. We were we were pretty much all over them and we didn't make our dominance count, did we, Andy? No, we were battering them. It's, it was a really uneasy half-time for me because I thought we should have gone at least 1-0 up or 2-0 up for comfort. Um, but then second half we did the same and as, as you say, with that lovely little serenade to Kiko... That's twice in two consecutive games, in two consecutive derbies against teams with the huh as the start, who has made worldy saves at 1-0 for us to go on and win 2-0. That's not a stat that I've come across before. Performance against teams with a huh. The huh stat. Are there any other teams or have we played them, but is that it now? Well, there's Hungary in the World Cup. Yeah, we're not going to come across them very often. I think more impressive is the fact that depending on your uh, geography taste of the Yorkshire region. We've had three Yorkshire derbies in a row. 8-0 aggregate win. Yeah, exactly. Unheard of. <laughs> it's massively unheard of. Best team in Yorkshire, has anyone? We've always known that, but now we've proved it. So before the game, I was worried about the conditions. I was worried about getting here. Well, <laughs> I was worried about waking up. Don't think the conditions mattered too much, but I do think they took a little bit of a time to adjust, and uh, it, the passing was a bit loose and sloppy. Um, and we got turned round. Oh God, yeah, we got turned round. Um, you were rightly worried about getting there because you arrived in the twentieth minute, and you didn't worry about waking up. You just fell asleep and woke up naturally, so all's good. You get to the half time, and it's nil nil, and you you started to think. I think there was that anxiety came back into the crowd again. I thought we were, the crowd was quite quiet tonight and it was really noticeable how quiet it was by when we scored, just how loud it was. I think everybody was still annoyed with traffic, to be honest. <laughs> and also how poor the referee was. The referee was didn't have a clue what was going on, which really could have cost us, but didn't. And I don't think he was biased. I think he was really poor, just made some really poor decisions, not letting Ailing play on when he gone through and skipped through a challenge. Awful decision. Right, dare I say it, I've actually... Ailing through, through, through? No, no. Ailing through, through, through? No. What I was going to say is, I actually might have a little bit of sympathy for the opposition for once. Oh, you've felt them before, haven't you? I. That's exactly the sort of game that we lose, where you're like, you've upped your game, you're away at a team that's favourites to beat you, and... You look like you're in the game, you might have a win, and then all of a sudden, own goal, incredible save on the line, go up the other end and score. So just a, a funny moment was that thing that the crowd do. So basically, it had been quite quiet. There was a little bit of uh, of nerves, and then bloke behind us, once we scored, went, well, fair play to Hull, though. They've given us a game. Like, Oh, you weren't saying that 30 seconds ago. You weren't delighted that all were giving us a game. Let's talk about the first goal. That was a move that we've been trying all night. We've been knocking, we've been getting in round the back and failing to pick out a man. It's the it's the only thing there in their locker too. Because uh, all they were trying to do was knock it to big man, knock it down, get it to Bowen or Grzyzki, and they couldn't do it. Uh, so, fairness to our fallen soldier, James, he's, well, I don't think he's, has he passed? Is he all right? He's, he's fine, he's fine. Good, good, thank the Lord. That we kept them quiet 
and then we did the exact same thing to them. Is it feasible that this could be a new tactic where rather than try and pick out a lead shirt, we just spank it at one of their players and hope that they score for us? Wow. It's gonna be as it's gonna be as effective as anything else we've tried, surely. So Costa found their man every single time from one of those balls and finally went in. It, you never know, maybe Bielsa's already come up with that. I we just it, witnessed it. It was it was great work and I think it was uh, that assist was is it an assist if you knock it off a bloke for an own goal? Definitely is. Is it an assist if you spank it against the post and it comes back and then you rifle in the rebound? Absolutely. On FIFA Street it is, so why not? Is that a special move on FIFA Street? Probably. It sounded sound good, so we'll go with it. Alioski's finish was disgusting, by the way. as the torridest of angles. Well, let's take it back, though. That save. It was. It looked destined for the goal. Scramble. And we've clicked. Like, you see people, and if, if, if. Not just at that point, but you see there's been Ben White, Ailing, Dallas, Barardi, all throwing themselves at balls to block them. Absolutely busting a gut for a shirt. And it's it's just such a treat to be able to go and watch that. Yeah, that Kiko Casilla's good, isn't it? Yeah. Kiko Casilla. Is that how you say it? If you say so, Andy. I think the thing is that we're we were both brilliant and not brilliant in equal measure tonight. Well, Matthew you said to me at one point, even when we're rubbish, we're good. Yeah, and even when we're good, we're rubbish. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. Well, how does that set us up for uh, our doing against Wolverhampton Wanderers? Tracking moves, tracking moves. Oh. Yeah, James has sent us the information from his sick bed. Um, that puts us on 46 points. Uh, tracking Wolves were just two points behind where they were in their phenomenal 2017-18 uh, procession to the title. So... Good for the start for the season. I think the important thing is we're 11 points clear of Fulham in third place. How are we doing compared to that Newcastle team that went up? Level, according to the stats. So Level 46, is that a band? Level 46. I think you're thinking of Shed 47. Man of the match is going to be quite contentious. I've got two and I'm torn. Let's start with you, Matthew. Who's your man of the match? My man of the match was uh, Gaetano Berardi. Thought he had a great game. He did have a very good game. So there you go, Berardi. He's he's one of James's joint men of the match. Well, you'd be glad to know, Paul, that they're both wrong. Who, who was yours? I'm going for Kiko Casilla. Correct, on one point. I just think it was literally a match-winning moment, wasn't it? When you make that kind of a stop at one end and you go up the other end and score. It was just... Like Matthew said, it was so unleads that. It was the absolute opposite of a leads that moment. It would be so leads that for that to happen against us. Wow. Well, he's, you're right on one of them, Kiko's man for one. But the other man of the match and potentially keeping it for me. It is man of the match, it's not men of the match, mate. All right, man of the match, Luke Ayling, Captain Fantastic today. Did everything right, blocked everything, went look good going forward, stopped them playing. He's got a lovely angry walk as well. Have you seen his like puffed out chest angry walk? No, I didn't see it, but you did point it out at the time. I caught him comparing top knots with that uh, Irving fella. He's got a better top up than him, flipping heck. Uh, James, his 
joint men of the match were Berardi and Casilla. But he wanted to give a special shout out to Bamford for winding up their entire team up and for being brilliant again. I felt that Bamford deserved a goal tonight and I think he thought he'd uh, tucked it away when he hit the post. But what a finish by Janny. And Patrick's a proper warm now, isn't he? We felt um, that Janny Alioski was very unfortunate to lose his place after Saturday. Um, but when he's come on, he has made an impact again. So that's actually, if you look, he made an impact when he came on in the Reading game. He's made an impact from the start on Saturday. He's made an impact tonight. Does that mean, wh- where's he best utilised? I think he's best off the bench at the moment because I wouldn't drop Harrison or Dallas for him. Harrison had another fantastic game. There's this one point where his perfect touch let him down for the first time in ages when the ball came into the box. Other than that, this looks good going forward and going back. I think Hull did give it a go. I think their fans will go away disappointed that given that first 20, 25 minutes of the second half that they didn't leave the ground with at least a point. However, I, I still think on the balance of play that we were, we were good value for our victory tonight. You agree, Matthew? I would agree. And you didn't even see our best twenty minutes. Really? I thought that we were. I thought we were clearly better first half than second half. That's for sure. Maybe part of that was that we got turned round. Um, but about a year ago, since we lost two 0 to Hull at the end of a unbeaten run, and I thought this game was similar. It's just that we scored the two goals rather than them. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. So, what's your word then? My word's jubilant. I'm absolutely buzzing from that. It's uh, great to look at the table. I'll look forward to going and having a look through the highlights when we get home tonight. Uh, read every little bit of media that you can about it because it's one of those where you just want to soak it all up for 24 hours till West Brom ruin it again. Are you bothered about that, Matthew? You've often said to me, there's two <laughs> you know, places. You know, two you know, places. We've talked about this. We've talked about this. You know, I couldn't care less about West Brom. However, I said that about Norwich last year. And Sheffield United and various teams. So um, I think I only ever said it about Norwich. But we were comfortably ahead of Sheffield United. But then we're comfortably ahead of third place at the moment. Correct. I did curse it a little bit today because when <laughs> when we scored, I said, oh, we're definitely going up. Because the, the whole thing had a... Uh, Spawn of champions. Yeah. And and my word needs to be something along those lines. I think the word's unbelievable because if I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, I wouldn't believe that Leeds United would win a game in that way. Andy, what's your word? Smash. Smash. On to the next one. Smash the next team. 49 points. Here we go. And we've got the opportunity to go one better on Saturday. Make it into an eight-game winning run. How are we feeling about Saturday? It's Cardiff, innit? Cardiff at home, another game that you wouldn't expect us to be finding comfortable, but we're putting all of these to bed at the moment, so who knows? you got to be going into it confident. Can't remember the last time we conceded a goal. I mean, I can, it was at Luton, but... Go on then, Mr Paul, wrap us up. Right, well, that's it for this edition of the Leeds That Match Day podcast. We're going to be back very shortly. We have some... Paul, Paul, before you go... Yeah? Can we have another rendition of the song? Oh, what a night. Mid-December 2019. 
Kiko made the best save that I've ever seen. Woo! What a keeper, what a night. Sorry, finish up, Paul. Yeah, so we've got um, some great interviews coming up for you. Keep an eye out for those. The December monthly podcast is coming very shortly. And we have our prize draw that you can check out at leadsthat.com. Podcast Network.